I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another game bites the dust under Square Enix's umbrella. For December 23rd, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, individual gamers are trying to sue to stop the Microsoft Activision Blizzard merger, but how can that be if a majority of the public comments about the merger are allegedly positive? Plus, we'll check out the week that was with the Friday Replay. Square Enix yet again abandons another game as a service. This time around, Square Enix is ending the regular updates for the nine-month-old Mario Kart clone Chocobo GP. Announced earlier this week, Square Enix stated that Chocobo GP would receive its last major update on Wednesday. Square has also pulled the ability to buy the premium currency called Mithril. Mithril was used to buy the season passes, cosmetics, and unlock characters. While it's still possible to buy these things with already purchased Mithril, all of these cosmetics have been added to the non-paid currency Gil, essentially taking out all of the microtransaction bullshit that Chocobo GP launched with, despite it being a $60 full-priced Nintendo Switch game. Though Square isn't refunding players who purchased Mithril, and all unspent Mithril in Chocobo GP will disappear on January 6th. Overall, this change actually fixes all of the problems I had with Chocobo GP when it first launched. But it seems weird that Square Enix isn't issuing refunds for Mithril. Not even a grace period that covers a couple of weeks to a month prior to the change. It's also unclear how long Square Enix will keep Chocobo GP available for purchase, or when Square Enix will shut down Chocobo GP's multiplayer servers. So I would still be cautious about purchasing Chocobo GP with its uncertain future. 
Earlier this week, 10 gamers filed an antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft to try to block the Microsoft and Activision Blizzard merger. The 10 gamers are concerned that this merger violates the Clayton Antitrust Act of 1914, specifically Section 7 of the Clayton Act, which prohibits acquisitions that diminish competition, arguing that Microsoft owning most of the best-selling video game IPs would shatter the current competitive dynamic. The lawsuit claims that Microsoft would hold, quote, outsized market power and the ability to foreclose key inputs to rivals and further harm competition. The lawsuit also claims the merger lessens competition to hire and retain specialized video game labor. And unlike all the other lawsuits and investigations into the Microsoft and Activision Blizzard merger, this particular lawsuit also outlines all of Microsoft's previous video game studio acquisitions, pointing out that Microsoft already owns several huge IPs like Minecraft, Doom, Halo, and The Elder Scrolls, to name a few. Both Kotaku and Bloomberg reached out to Microsoft for comment, but as of this recording, Microsoft has not responded. So it'll be interesting to see how Microsoft manages to fight off two antitrust lawsuits going into the new year. Continuing on with more Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard news, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority released most of the public comments they received about the proposed merger. The CMA received 2,600 comments but excluded 500 of them. The excluded ones supposedly contained abusive content, were blank, unintelligible, or not in English. Out of the remaining 2,100, 75% or 1,575 comments were in favor of the merger. The reasons the public gave for supporting the merger include, quote, that the merger would help Microsoft compete more closely against Nintendo and Sony, that Microsoft promised not to make Activision Blizzard's content exclusive to Xbox, that the merger is a reaction to Sony's history of keeping exclusive content on the PlayStation, and that the merger will provide Activision Blizzard better guidance and leadership, including financial investment into Activision IPs. All of those given reasons ignore the elephant in the room, that this merger will have significant impacts on the video game industry. This merger would make Microsoft one of the biggest mobile developers on the planet, because Activision Blizzard owns King, the developer of Candy Crush. Microsoft is also poised to be the most dominant in cloud gaming and subscription-based gaming by including Activision Blizzard's IPs into Xbox Game Pass, which are just some of the reasons why there are 25% that are opposed to the merger. Overall, it's a little alarming to see 75% of responses in favor of the merger. It's unclear as to what direction the CMA is going to take after considering the public's comments. Though the CMA is planning to release their final report on the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard by March 1st. All right, it's Friday, and this is where we like to check out some podcast reviews. And this one actually comes to us from Amazon. Didn't know you could leave podcast reviews at Amazon? Neither did I, and now you do, so go leave us a podcast review over at Amazon like Penguin Yeah One did. 
who said, didn't know you could leave reviews on podcasts directly through Amazon. We are all learning something today, aren't we, Penguin Yeah One? What I like about this product is that it's a short-form podcast that goes over most of the news going down in gaming. What I dislike about it? Seven minutes of Nate's sultry radio voice isn't enough. The production put into Let's Play also tells me that Let's Play staff have worked in radio at some point, because they're mimicking NPR news coverage with a nice modern twist with gaming. If you haven't checked this podcast out, I would highly recommend doing so. Well, thank you so much, Penguin Yeah One. We really appreciate the feedback. So be like Penguin Yeah One and leave us a podcast review. Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and now on Amazon. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Twitch streamer Azalea Lexi went public with some pretty damning allegations against One True King's co-founder Rich Campbell last Friday. Lexi described her and Campbell's relationship as very rocky and on and off, up until the summer of last year when she finally walked away from the relationship after finding out Campbell had a girlfriend for an extended period of time. Lexi described Campbell as emotionally manipulative and claimed that Campbell just viewed her as a sex object for most of their four-year relationship. After both Lexi and Campbell split last summer, Campbell allegedly continued to contact Lexi, trying to bridge the animosity between the two and become friends. Lexi declined to see Campbell all the way up until the start of last year, where Lexi was visiting friends near Campbell's apartment. Lexi claims Campbell asked to see her and she obliged by taking an Uber to his apartment. Lexi also claims that Campbell made several sexual advances towards Lexi throughout the night. Lexi said no to him begging for sex multiple times and Campbell eventually exposed himself to Lexi and began masturbating in front of her. Lexi then describes briefly that Campbell raped her and kicked her out of his apartment at 3 a.m. Campbell hasn't really addressed the allegations against him, though his organization, OTK, moved rather quickly, with Campbell resigning from the company the same day the allegations broke. OTK co-founder Asmongold addressed the allegations on Saturday, reiterating that Campbell was forced to resign. Asmongold then had this to say about the public reaction to the allegations. You are not on our team you are not helping us. You are not doing us any favors or doing anyone any favors. 
by calling a girl that comes out and tells this kind of a story a liar. I read a lot of the comments on Twitter, etc. And I saw a lot of people that were saying that it wasn't true, uh, that she's making everything up. Please do not do that. This is... You, you are not our fan. You're not on our side. We are on their side. That's why Rich is gone. Asmongold continued to make his point by saying, This is not drama. This is not getting canceled. These are crimes. I don't want people to go in and call these, this is drama. It's not f***ing drama. This is serious it is as serious as it gets. While I find Asmongold's statement here sincere, I do have to wonder what's going on at OTK, because this is the second allegation of this kind levied against another member of the organization. Though the investigation into the allegations that Mizkiff covered up a sexual assault is still ongoing. Mizkiff has been on leave since September, and no further updates have been given. Since the allegations broke against Campbell last Friday, he has not, as of yet, addressed them. Campbell has also been dropped by the esports organization Echo and will no longer be guest-casting the World of Warcraft Race to World First event. Last Friday, seven House Democrats penned a letter to the top gaming companies asking how they're combating extremism on their platforms. The letter was sent to companies like Microsoft, Valve, Tencent, and even Square Enix. The letter reads, quote, We are writing to better understand the processes you have in place to handle player reports of harassment and extremism encounters in your online games and ask for consideration on safety measures pertaining to anti-harassment and anti-extremism. The lawmakers cited an ADL study that found a rise in extremism in gaming communities and a doubling of users exposed to white supremacy in 2021. The lawmakers are requesting information on all of these studios' reporting systems, with a breakdown of how reports are handled and the sizes of teams handling moderation. The lawmakers are also requesting to know what kind of data is collected on action accounts, along with asking how comfortable these game makers are with possibly disclosing regularly taken disciplinary actions against players. Though I doubt game studios are going to be comfortable with disclosing that sort of information, because most studios are afraid of disclosing too much to give bad actors a way to circumvent their detection systems. However, the most interesting thing about this letter is the possibility of gaining some insight on the size of these moderation teams, because I believe it'll be a poignant indication on how serious each company takes moderation, and hopefully this will lead to gaming companies to actually take moderating extremism, in particular far-right recruitment, seriously. Following up on the federal legislature penning a letter to video game developers about their moderation of extremism on their platforms. Alongside that effort, New Hampshire Democratic Senator Maggie Hassan penned a letter specifically to Valve's Gabe Newell. Hassan's letter points to the Steam forums and calls out Valve for not moderating far-right extremism including common dog whistles like 1488 and blatant declarations of, quote, white power. 
The letter continues with, quote, allowing racist, extremist, anti-Semitic, and other hateful ideologies an unimpeded space where they can flourish online allows for the very real threat of violence in offline physical spaces. With extremist ideology and anti-Semitic violence on the rise around the world, it is incumbent upon companies to monitor the content that users introduce into their products. Hassan also asked if Valve has a dedicated moderation and safety team, which is a good question because Valve does have a moderation team consisting of 13 volunteers and 13 Valve employees. Those 26 people only moderate the forums and user-generated content through the workshop, which means that Valve has 26 people moderating a platform of 24 million users, which to me seems like an inadequate amount of people working on moderating such a large platform. And it makes sense why extremist dog whistling is flourishing on Steam. Overall, it'll be interesting to see how Valve and the rest of the gaming companies respond to these inquiries from lawmakers, especially since moderation of far-right extremism and recruitment in the gaming space has been overlooked for years by both gaming companies and lawmakers up until recently. Last year, the Federal Trade Commission filed a lawsuit against Epic Games. The FTC claimed at the time that Epic Games violated the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. Epic violated COPA by collecting data on children without parents' consent, along with deploying tricks and dark patterns that duped millions of players into making unintentional purchases. The FTC alleged that Epic Games ignored over a million player complaints. The players were complaining about being wrongfully charged in Fortnite and ignored staff concerns about the, quote, huge number of wrongfully charged players. Which brings us to Monday this week, when the FTC announced it fined Epic Games $520 million, the largest fine ever obtained for violating an FTC rule. $275 million is the penalty for violating COPA, and the rest of the $245 million will be set aside for affected Fortnite players. The FTC set up a website for these players to file a claim and receive a refund, though the FTC did state that processing claims would take several months to a year. In conjunction with the fine, Epic Games had to amend its privacy settings for children by turning off voice and text communications by default, along with putting in parental controls for in-game purchases. And if that all sounds really familiar, it's because two weeks ago, Epic launched its cabined accounts for children under 13. And cabined accounts falls in line with everything that the FTC stipulated. Though I kind of find it bittersweet that it took half a billion dollars to get Epic Games to actually develop meaningful parental controls. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back a week from today for even more video game news. We're going to be taking most of next week off, so please enjoy the holidays, enjoy your family, enjoy the gifts, and I hope you get some great games. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.